we have slack and uh, you know every conversation ha you know happens there so you that that is the you know easiest way you can tell people that you have done this and you have achieved this and the client appreciated it because most of the time that particular conversation only happen between you and the client probably the project manager or a client servicing team not even your own team not even your own line manager uh, you know know about it so you know put it on slack hello everyone and welcome to episode 5 of Dreading Sundays. I am your host Daniel Kechung and today I am very excited to bring to you a very very special guest all the way from India. Her name is Mercy Janaki and well, she has a lot of years of experience both agency side and in-house. And so over to you Mercy, why don't you introduce who you are and give us some context as to what you do? Thanks Daniel uh thanks for having me i am very excited to be part of this and uh, i am mercy janaki i am from india uh, i am from the southern part of india tamil nadu but uh, currently i am in bangalore working for an agency uh, I, i most of my career has been revolved around uh, agency so you know if you say me typically uh, 80% of my career so far uh, with agency so uh i i i understand how agencies work and uh, definitely there are burnout times uh you know when it comes to agencies and also how the you know other part of world uh, see see was uh, you know coming from india uh, i still see you know there are a good chunk of people uh, think that uh, uh, you know seos in india are spammers and they are just link builders and all of that but that's not the case uh i am seeing a lot of uh, you know good folks coming from india and representing in the international uh, you know stage uh, i am very happy about that and uh, yeah that's it perfect and i'm glad you raised that because i want to ask you like where does this perception come from that there are a lot of link builders or spammers from india is this is this a myth or i don't know <laughs> yeah right so uh, it is not a myth uh, you know to be frank uh, there is certain percentage of uh, you know uh, people in india are solely working uh, in link building and they also believe that uh, you know that is how you need to do seo right only with link building you can move the needle or you can do wonders so all of that uh, you know misconceptions within the people in the seo community in india is there so that is one of the uh, you know darker side and you know we actually have to uh, change that but at the same time uh, you know as i told you there are some great seos uh, coming out from india and uh, you know uh, i have seen them uh, you know taking the stages in uh, big seo conferences in uk and us and all of that so you know there is both the sides but to be frank uh, you know on a transparent side uh you know people need education uh you know as well which leads me to wonder where where are they getting this information or education to think that like link building is important let, let let's be honest yeah. here and there's yeah. various types of link building and you know if you know Judith Lewis then you will know that there's all kinds of link building and for whatever purpose even blog comment spam could be effective depending on what you want to achieve but when it comes right. to what we've seen on let's say LinkedIn messages in mail or just your generic type of email spam where does this cons- like where where does where do these people learn from and is it it's not their fault obviously because it's being told to them this is the way 
yeah i think and uh, i think the learning curve is not there for many right like uh, you, if you take me as an example i have started my career as a link builder uh, at one point of time i just used to do direct submissions i just do, used to do forum postings and you know get links and by end of the day i'll be saying that i have got 20 links 25 links so great job mercy <laughs> right so but then um, i got a very good uh, you know a manager when i moved to an agency called dotcom infoway he is pretty much younger than me um, uh, i in fact started my career after i got married and i you know delivered my first son my career started pretty late but you know the manager i got in that particular company that has actually changed my career uh, you know entirely differently and also uh, changed me as a person how i do you see so i think that is where the problem comes in uh, not everyone gets the right mentor or the right manager to tell them what is right and you know what is wrong uh, definitely link building is you know i am not uh, denying the fact even in our agency we do link building because without link building you cannot uh, you know become successful but only when it uh, you know comes to a point that people only do link building you know thinking that that is the only major part in seo then that's a problem statement well said and and that reminds me when i first started my career it's very simple to you no children but i was in my early 30s when i made the career switch and i i knew nothing and and for the first 6 to 12 months agency side i i didn't really know what was right or wrong i had some guidance but at the same time we were also doing directory you know submissions like this was part of we wouldn't call it a link building but it was part of something that had to do with link building but then after a while I was like why why am i doing this why am i building 10 directory listings every month for this client like what's the point of this <laughs> Uh, fun times. So, before I get into your story of how you got into SEO, I want to start first by understanding or letting the listeners understand what your role is right now as group head of SEO. What does that mean? Yeah, so it it is typically the SEO head in an organization, but we do have uh, two different teams in SEO. Uh, you know, just to make sure that uh, you know there is not uh, you know much burnout, uh, you know things happen and you know employees have uh right uh, work like balances we have shift you know we have uh, classified two different teams in the organization uh, and we the two different teams manage different set of clients uh, so i manage about uh, 11 members in my team and we handle around uh, 20 25 clients and uh, it's typically managing a team and uh, delivering the organic growth for the clients great so when you say manage Does this also does that encompass like a leadership role where you are mentoring this group? Okay, great. Absolutely. Absolutely. How how did you develop these skills? Because most of us start just doing SEO, but then when you try to teach someone and guide them, that's a very different skill set. So how did you develop this? Right. So I think um, uh, you know when you feel that something has become easy for you. then you have to make that easy for the people around you as well right so i very often i think that in case i could not have got that uh, you know one person uh, his name is raghavan uh, as my manager what could have been my career as uh, you know i could have been having a lot of misconceptions in my uh, you know brain and doing lot of wrong things not just uh, you know um, uh, in my career but it also affects the clients so you know and um, 
I think my uh, parents are teachers, both are teachers. So uh, I, I, I'm not sure, maybe, you know, that comes easy for me. Uh, I like, uh, you know, taking classes uh, right from the beginning. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and also, uh, it also depends on the kind of uh, members you uh, have it in your team. If the, uh, you know, people are very much interested in learning, then you will take extra time and prepare and go and tell them and teach them. If they are not, uh, you know, consuming the right way, then you will start losing out, you know, uh, in a period of time. But in that way, I think I am very lucky, you know, the team members under me, they are very eager. At the same time, I also learn from them, uh, you know, the Python and all of that. I am not that person. Uh, but my teammates, you know, have comes, comes with that experience. So I learn from them as well. Fantastic. And one of the best ways to actually learn is to teach. That's what I found. Especially when you're trying to explain a complex concept in SEO, they're, they're all complex. <laughs> How do you yeah, make yeah. that really simple without using just jargon? And I think once you have a mastery of that, then you become a really good teacher because almost anyone can understand. Yeah. Now, in the context of teaching, are you the type of person who will give the Okay, this is a it depends type of question, of course. But are you the type of person when you're mentoring or teaching another colleague, do you give them the answer when they ask something or do you give them a series of prompts so that they can arrive at their own understanding of how to do something in SEO? Yeah, the basics I will tell them clearly because I, you know, because when you don't tell them that clearly, uh, the internet is, uh, you know, full of goods and bads, <laughs> right? They may end up go and uh, learn something totally wrong also. So I'll give them the basics. But as you told, uh, you know, uh, I also give them prompts and, you know, some problem statements to solve. And uh, we can definitely have a discussion and course correct it if, in case they come up with, you know, some, uh, if I see that they are going in a wrong direction. But again, in SEO strategies, especially in the strategy part, Nothing is wrong, right? Like, because mm. there is no specific set of rules. And uh, maybe one, uh, you know, strategy one, two might sound good for you and strategy three, four might sound good for me. Uh, so it, it, it's a kind of, you know, talking about, uh, you know, what's the pros and cons with the strategy or with the, uh, you know, solution they are coming up with for the prompt that I give them. Lovely. Love that answer. Okay. Now, before we do jump, I know I keep saying this, but before we do jump into how you got into seo i noticed when you registered for this thing this podcast that you are willing to share salary information now without giving specific numbers you don't have to but what would you say well not what would you say what would you say is your salary range right now for your particular yeah. role for my particular role uh if, if it is in inr uh, uh i think it is in somewhere in uh, uh, two, 2 lakhs to uh, 2.2 lakhs. Uh, if you take it in USD, probably it comes around 2.5k to 3k. Maybe you can take that range. But, and how does that uh, compare to yeah. medium income? Well, digital marketing, let's for say. Um, yeah, so you know, I have to give a, a scenario of what I got initially. Uh, the very mm. first salary I got is uh, you know, 2000 INR, which is 25 USD per month. Right. So from there, you came to this level with a lot of hard work and, you know, the uh, it, 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 people, I mean, it, a lot of opportunities in India for SEO, but people also should understand that, you know, you have to keep learning and, you know, keep uh, improving your skill set. 
uh, otherwise you know you will not be able to expect these things and uh, coming back to the question uh, you asked me um, probably uh, what i get currently uh, might match the industry standards in india uh, but you you know a person right like uh, you know for the kind of effort that you put in you always feel that uh, you are uh, you know um, uh, eligible for even more than that uh, because you know that what is the kind of effort that you are putting in and you know when especially when it comes to managing a team it is not just about doing seo for the clients you have multiple hats to wear and you know execute at the same time very well said and that reflects my own experience now when it comes to earning potential and salary negotiation what's your experience been having had at least two agency experiences uh, sorry say it again daniel so i guess the question is <clears throat> sorry uh what is your experience when it comes to salary negotiation and maybe also speaking as a person who identifies as a woman have you felt as though that has been a difficulty for you to get promotions and to get what you're worth yeah so you know um in my previous experiences i felt that uh, you know there is definitely a gap between what men get in that organization and what i get and uh, the salary negotiations always happens uh, but uh, it's always the uh, you know decision always comes from the other side uh, you know they hear all your uh, concerns you know they listen all of your uh, you know um, uh, achievements that you have done and uh, uh, but that it stays there it doesn't move anywhere uh, you know beyond that and also i you know recently i uh, you know understood that uh, you need to keep talking about what you have achieved it is also very important it is not promoting yourself but you know uh, uh, i have seen in places where uh, you know people appreciate others but that that is not the case everywhere so if you feel that you have achieved something really good please voice it out in the larger group right so people have to understand what you have done because sometimes that kind of information doesn't even pass on in an organization so who make that salary you know revision decisions uh, they will not be even aware of what you have achieved and what you are worth of so you know that is also very important um but in my you know last 10 year of journey uh, most of my uh, you know i was um, i was uh, with one organization for about 8 uh, years um that is a type 2 city in india and you don't have much option to even look for uh, changes right so most of the indian uh, career uh, you know uh, um, uh, i mean most of the people who work in india uh, you know get into that trap Uh, they will not even look for uh, you know other opportunities so in that case you have to adjust with what has been offered to you uh, but recently we moved to an another uh, city called bangalore uh, which is uh, you know silicon city of india that's what we call it as and here you have lot of opportunities uh, so you know here you can be more confident of you know asking what is what, what you are worth of and uh, if things are not happening you have always other options Oh totally. And I think this is a good time to then go back in time and talk about how you first got into it so that we can see the journey that you've had mercy from the very beginning from earning 25 USD a month to what you're earning now so that 
whoever's listening can go, hey, these are the steps that Mercy's followed. Maybe I can do the same. So where where did SEO start? Was it an accident? Did you know what you were doing? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. That's, I never knew there is something called SEO in a career option. Right? So uh, actually, my mom once spoke to me that, hey, Mercy, you've got a child now. And you know once uh, that child starts going to school, probably you will be um, you know sitting ideal at home you have done your uh, education why don't you think of something for your uh, you know self not just to earn money but at least to occupy yourself and you can be more confident because mom is a teacher and you know she gave that input that triggered my mind and um, uh, just like that i got an opportunity to it's a very small uh, you know product marketing firm um, a product firm and uh, they uh, we're looking for some junior uh, uh, resources. They called it as, I think, business development executive. Uh, e- even business development executive, I was not very sure what I should be actually doing there. I went there, but uh, then the role was given as a SEO. But the, I think six or seven months I was there, I did everything wrong, totally wrong. Right from beginning, there was no people to uh, you know guide me also. There were people. But they were not so interested in, uh, you know, uh, tweaking uh, what you do or, you know, telling them where you're going wrong. Uh, they, they live their own life, happy life. And um, then uh, I started uh, reading things and, uh, you know, understood what, I, uh, what, I'm do- what I'm doing is totally wrong and uh, try, uh, you know, fixing it myself. And then, uh, you know, uh, uh, at that time, I felt that, Maybe I need uh, some other place. Maybe I have to continue the uh, work, but this is not the right place because nobody is helping me. So then I went to the other organization. I, I think that's what I got a uh, you know very good uh, mentor there, um, and uh, you know we were able to uh, understand uh, 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 everything right from him. Uh, at one point of time, I have even um, created uh, uh, it, there is a static seven-page HTML website. And I created seven Google Analytics property for that. <laughs> so like um, those kind of things I have, uh, you know, done and then, uh, you know, started learning from the manager. And uh, at one point of time, uh, you know, I, I also felt that, uh, you know, uh, mm, uh, I have to, uh, the more, I think the most uh, um, uh, forums or community uh, is one area where I go read, uh, you know, I, I don't post questions mostly, but, you know, just by looking into what the other people are having as an issue and what is the workaround people are, uh, you know, giving back, all of that actually excites me. And I remember uh, Anne Smarty, she used to be one of the SEO superstars at that time. And uh, she wrote one more blog post and uh, I commented on that uh, with the suggestion of tool and she appreciated it and she included it. That all gave me some wow moments like, okay, Mercy, you can also do something here. Uh, you have the you know capability of doing it. And by the time, I think it became one year or uh, you know, one and a half years. And uh, I think eventually I you know, fell in love with SEO because um, it's not boring for me at all. Uh, you, know, you have something or the other to learn every day. Uh, when I started, we used to uh, optimize uh, pages. Now we are optimizing videos. Now we are optimizing PDFs. Uh, you know, like uh, there are every coming everything. You know, coming new uh, uh, every day. So you know that excites me. And um, 
also then uh, you know the kind of appreciation that you get for what you are doing right uh, that also you know uh, kept me going in seo and i have come a very long way then amazing 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 journey and you know from learning by yourself because you had no one to show you and guide you you just kept learning and what i love about your story is that you found out that what you were doing was not necessarily the right thing and you had a decision to make and you chose to do something about it and not only that you continued to learn for example for using moz forums and to this day you continue to learn and that's you know something i think i feel having talked to many seos that's the one thing that we all have in common is that we're all curious people some of us may have not performed well at school like myself but when it comes to a learning and application of weird concepts in technical seo link building uh content we somehow find that excitement in discovering new things or even just getting validation that this thing that i did for a did not work for b but hey it's working for c why like it's such a interesting puzzle to solve and that's what makes seo so fun right yeah exactly absolutely and also you know the learning uh, now probably uh, where i learned changed now right uh, uh, i don't really go to moz uh, forums now to be frank and uh, <laughs> uh, but now the seo newsletters are really helping me like you know the uh, the uh, the seo mba from tom and uh, women in tech seo newsletters and um, the seo freelancer one from nick all of that really you know give me a lot of uh, insights uh, i think in the recent one uh, tom has given a um a skill matrix for is uh, you know the seo uh, with junior senior and all of that that was so fantastic i i was you know showing to the team and telling them that we should build one such that and um, also the women in tech seo slack group i mean like what kind of learning that you know every day i get it uh, whether i respond to questions so that i can you know fresh up my skills at the same time just listening to what the uh, you know solutions the other team members are giving so wonderful that that that's the, that's the place i insist every women in my team to be part of it uh, but uh, i see couple of them couple of them are not but i'm still insisting them that's a wonderful wonderful place that i have uh, you know started learning many things yeah and, and a big shout out to areej again for creating yeah. such a safe space for people who identify as women because you know once men are introduced things aren't as fun and safe <laughs> and and I love how you've mentioned Tom because he's he's my next guest and and you know awesome. that's that skills matrix is something that we never had when we were learning SEO and not just that it's after you've learned it after you've applied it it's how do you use Tom's matrix to ask for a pay rise how to progress your career and it's just amazing that he's given that away for free yeah exactly that, that that that's actually also a very good thing especially in seo industry i i haven't seen uh, you know something like that in any other industry because i have done software testing uh, before getting into seo thinking that probably that would be the right career for me uh, but even there you know looking for information i couldn't find anything but even from that time whether it is good or bad you know there are tons of information people sharing in about seo about their learning so that that's fantastic in seo now i'm reading your interview that you did for women in tech seo and the one of the questions is or was what is your proudest industry achievement to which you said 
getting a website out from Google penalty for a finance niche was your proudest achievement. I'm very curious. Can you share some information? Yeah. So that was in, uh, uh, I think, uh, probably about seven years back. Um, that was a, a UK-based uh, finance uh, company. And uh, they were doing good. And at, even at that time, uh, they used to create a lot of content, all good content. But um, what they went wrong is, uh, you know, the kind of links that they have occurred. Uh, they have uh, involved in a lot of uh, affiliate links and uh, all of them having uh, do follow and uh, they also have a uh, lot of site-wide links uh, you know at that time uh, if, if any blog that you go there it will be about home improvement it will be about uh, some travel uh, but you know their link will be there uh, it, it's a very large scale uh, link building scheme that they have involved in and i think that's where uh, it got hit um, so it took us a lot of time uh, first of all to uh, educate the client that this is what is wrong because definitely he has spent uh, his time and uh, you know money in creating those links and when you're going to tell them that this is what is causing you problem and you have to get rid of all of these things we were unable to get a sign off and uh, you know we uh, gave a couple of presentations and you know educated them and finally he has agreed it and we cleaned up that the cleaning itself took us uh, three months of time because uh, you don't want to clean, uh, I mean, you, you don't want to create a clean slate all up together, right? Like uh, you wanted to retain what is good as well. So that, that's a very, um, you know, uh, time consuming and uh, very monotonous work. Uh, but we were very happy that uh, he was able to opt off penalty in about uh, six, seven months. It's a okay, long that's time actually work, quite yeah. quick. That is actually quite quick. For, <laughs> for the client, it is penalty. very good. Yeah, would have, would have been an eternity. How many submissions did you make? Was it just the once or were there multiple? And then you got feedback. No, it was multiple. It was multiple. Mm. Yeah, it was multiple. And, uh, you know, uh, certain uh, links that uh, I feel that it should be, uh, you know, uh, removed or get rid of, the client will be uh, not happy doing that because he has his own reasons. And uh, <laughs> you tend to have multiple conversations with them. And, uh, yeah, finally, we were able to get that. Right. Well done. I mean, recovering from Google penalties are always interesting and fun stories, except when you're the person trying to solve it at the time. Exactly. And they're, and they're rare these days, much more rare. So it's nice to sometimes hear about these things because us young SEOs, we don't see them anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and All at right. the same time, yeah, still people also think that, you know, um, uh, you have 100 uh, in, in links or out links or whatever links in the page, it leads to penalty. Uh, you have, uh, you know, internal duplication that is causing penalty. So all of these myths also there. So uh, I, I hope the, you know, new generation that has started their career in SEO understand things in the right way. Correct. And, and even if, you know, as you said, if you don't know something and you read something on the internet, you don't have to treat it as the ultimate truth. I think it always comes down to test, see what works for you. Maybe yeah. don't get penalized. Yeah. <laughs> don't go that far. But, you know, there, there are some, what are they called, best practices when it even comes to, like, title links and on-page. But it doesn't, like, it doesn't have to be the same. Every single vertical, every single website. I think as an SEO, what will make you really good is being able to try different things, knowing what 
usually works, but then pushing it and seeing, hey, this works in this vertical. Hey, this didn't work this time. Why? I think asking yeah. why is, is one of the strongest things that we can do because we, we, exactly. we don't have the answers when it comes to why Google picks one page over another. They tell us why, but, you know, sometimes it's not that clear cut. Exactly, yeah. If there is no clear uh, cheat sheet for you to follow mm. for this, you're right, yeah. Correct. There is no silver bullet. It's not about getting all the links to one page. It, it's not about that. <laughs> <laughs> amazing like it's it's been such a joy chatting of you mercy and and understanding the challenges that you've had to overcome and just the fact that you change careers into seo once you were a mom in your well we can say 30s right yeah yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> like you know that's that's a big achievement and congratulations to you for achieving all that you have. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So before we sign off, do you have any last advice for people who are in your shoes, but maybe five, 10 years younger than us? So, you know, uh, uh, ask questions don't hesitate to ask questions uh, even uh, i always tell my team even if i do a presentation uh, you know question that uh, mercy why, why do you think that this works uh, then only that only when those healthy conversation happens uh, you know we will be able to learn more and uh, and also the other one uh, is uh, you know especially in uh, uh, indian uh, job market uh, I think I told you earlier in the same podcast, but saying it again, uh, if you do good work, don't hesitate, call it out because you are worth of calling it out. If not, you are doing it. Nobody else is going to do it for you. That's so true. No one else is going to help you. So you help yourself, especially when yeah. it comes to furthering your career by demonstrating what you actually have done. Do you have any have you tips on that? Like, do you No, I've talked to other people and what they do is they like do screenshots of emails from clients when they get praised or screenshots of GSE when results like traffic goes up, stuff like that. Do you have any tips? Uh, actually, you know, I think in one of the, uh, in recent times, sorry, if I get the question right, the question is, uh, what is my opinion about the big fat graph that we see it in <laughs> everywhere? Is that the question? <laughs> That is not the question, but let's go there. <laughs> yeah, those uh, those graphs really, you know, um, excites me whenever I see that. But most of them comes with no context. Like they don't tell you, uh, you know, what is the kind of industry that belongs to, what kind of work they do. They just say that without content, so many links. This is what has happened. Or without links, these many content or these word count of content, this is what happened to me. So without context, what of context, whatever that you're posting is definitely not going to, you know, drive me there. Uh, but people are trying their tricks, let's see. Correct. So back to my question, that was how how would you recommend someone uh, communicate their value to their colleagues and to their line manager okay um so mostly their uh, uh, line uh, i think in a, at least to uh, i'll try to put it in the way we work currently mm. so we have slack 
and uh, you know every conversation ha you know happens there so you that that is the you know easiest way you can you know tell people that you know you have done this and you have achieved this and the client appreciated it because most of the time that particular conversation only happen between you and the client probably the project manager or a client servicing team not even your own team not even your own line manager uh, you know know about it so you know put it on slack that is the pretty easiest way that you can do it and uh, you, have, you if you are not having one on one with your line manager you know ask for it you have to have one on ones at least in, you know once in a month or at least twice in a, you know uh, once in two months so that you know you can obviously ask your questions where you can improve because you know there is a, a you know a, a, a improvement everywhere so you know you don't have to also be satisfied with what you are doing it currently so those one on ones can help you to understand you know where you lag and where you improve and use the same uh, you know time and platform for you to showcase what you have done great as well so you know this too can be the you know quicker and the easier one uh, according I love it. Actually, I, I think I was overcomplicating it. But yeah, if your company, agency, organization uses Slack, that is a great way of letting your colleagues know of of your of your wins. So share your wins. And secondly, yeah, talk to your line manager frequently, consistently, so that they know what you're up to, so that they can also support you. Brilliant. Thank you so much for all your insights, Mercy. Uh I know a lot of people will find it very, very, very useful. And when I look back of when I first started, this is the type of advice that I wish I had come across. So thank you very much for your time and generosity. Thanks, Daniel. Thanks for having me. It was nice chatting. Thank you so much. Awesome. So that's a wrap. Uh, so, well, I guess now you know who the next guest is next week. That's going to be Tom Critchlow. But... Until then, stay safe, everyone, and I'll see you in the next episode.